0: Welcome to the Ocean Cruises podcast hosted by Judy and Steve of Sailing Fair Isle. This week, Andy and I, hi, I'm Hibba, along with Mandy and Alex of See the Little Things, Josh Post, Maddie and Herbie of The Rigging Doctor, and Michael and Joel of Bums and about all had the pleasure of being interviewed by Judy and Steve whilst we were on our charter in Greece hosted by Sail with George. We talk about everything boat life related and how everyone got into this lifestyle. You can learn about all the channels involved by visiting the links in our podcast description and also how to take a journey of your own like this in Greece by visiting www.sailwithgeorge.com us on instagram facebook watch the interviews on youtube and download the audio on apple podcasts and spotify
1: start with andy and Hiba because you organized all this ocean cruisers podcast which is something you've interviewed all of us have you i think with your podcast i have you're available on all sorts of different platforms, podcasts, yeah, and YouTube as well, because we do it in vision, which yeah. came as a shot to Judy, actually, when we did that.
2: I did. We got interviewed, <laughs> and I thought that was for a podcast, I radio, so I was, like, getting up and making tea and just wandering around. <laughs> no, <when laughs> I was on camera. I was thinking
3: when
1: you were doing that, I was like, she knows she's going on the internet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's nice. Yeah. You,
4: were you
0: were comfortable. It was very homely. That's, that's great. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: So, so that's good, and you've got some good ones coming up. I know Limpardi. I know there's one that's not yes. out yet, is it? That will be in a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So yeah, there's some there's some good stuff there. So you've done lots of things. So you should check out check out your channel. Talking of Limpardi, I'm going to go over to uh, to Rigging mm. Doctor Herbie and Maddie. Because that's sort of, I know uh, something that you're really interesting. That style of, of, uh, of sailing. Well,
5: they inspired us a lot. Yeah. 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 And there are a lot of their kind of methods we've utilized in, in a lot of our <laughs> uh, in a lot of our sailing philosophies and stuff. Especially for Herbie, he read yeah. all of their books almost.
3: Yeah. yeah. So the big thing, like being how they were engineless and with an electric with a tiny battery bank, we practically engineless. So. Yeah. What works for them works for us.
1: Yeah, so, um, I mean, I know it's not, you know, you do quite a lot of things differently, don't you? So we're gonna talk about that on your boats, and, and actually for the purposes, I think, of, of this, I'm gonna make you honorary Brits, if that's okay, because <laughs> because the British have this sort of odd thing with eccentricity, is that we, you know, we celebrate you know, eccentricity, and we're gonna talk about some of the things you do, like dynamo rigging, which I think is really cool, but does mean you have to have slab reef sails, yeah. Which for cruising is is tough going, isn't it?
3: Side
1: roof, head sails. Yeah, yeah. And also you have a, a an electric motor, which pretty much means you've got no motor at all most of the time in somewhere like the MED, You know when it right. goes there. Yeah. yeah. And that that's how you right. sail. So yeah, eccentric is the word we need to use, not batshit crazy when we're talking about. <laughs> 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 I mean, they're
5: interchangeable. Really.
1: <laughs> no, no, you're brits for this one, so you are. You are just eccentric. Um, talking about eccentricity. Let's go to. Uh, Alex and Mandy, Ben. Now, I mean, I, I we watch you, you know. Most of all, I think we, I think the think with um, YouTube, you, you guys, because you've been to Europe, I think there's something with the the, uh, the algorithm that sort of throws throws you up. And we, I suppose we search things, people that have, have been to the same sort of places or going to the same sort of places that, that we've been. So we've seen quite a lot of of your videos, and I mean, I, I think the thing that sort of sticks out for you two is the dichotomy of you two. There's a big dichotomy there. I, explain to me what dichotomy is. <laughs> I mean. it's, it's, it's a British ploy, you see, that we yeah. make everyone else speak English because we're too lazy to, to learn another language, and then we throw in a, an obscure word just <laughs> so to, no, uh, <laughs> to get you. Dichotomy, well in your state, in your yeah. case, it's, the, it's that difference, that opposite thing. So we've got Mandy, who's Dutch, and gorgeous, which you know, sort of comes with the, 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 the territory. I don't know what's next. <laughs> then we've got Alex who's German and funny. Oh, yeah, <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> so that for us. Good save, good save. I I Great. think it makes a, I think it makes a really good video your you yeah. know, your video yeah, so yeah. You. so people should wa- people should watch it. Josh, I'm going going to come to you. You're not you haven't got Stephanie with you right today uh, unfortunately, yeah. No, no. Um, but you you do all sorts of uh, different things, don't you? I mean, it's you don't stick to just sailing. You're you out doing all sorts yeah, of Yeah, a little
6: combo of different things. Because I started out not necessarily doing sailing. Then I just kind of started doing more and more sailing. That's what yeah. became more popular. So different. I kind of focused on that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, still now I'm kind of doing little things. Travel or motorcycle adventure or random things like that.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we can see. I mean, I've seen some of yours. I hadn't uh, seen it beforehand. It just hadn't cropped up on mind. I've watched it since it is. It's really cool. And that's the thing. I mean, we want you to give us some tips here because, uh, I mean, you're not as young as some, I mean, you're not old bits right, right. like us, but, I mean,
6: you're, <laughs> <laughs> but you're, but you,
1: you're cool, aren't yeah, you? Man. I mean, it's your, your videos are just, you know, you've got, I don't know what it is. Is it an American thing that, you know, it's you got can great s- skin
6: that
1: helps <laughs> <laughs> but you know you can you can start a video with you know what's up YouTube I mean I think if we did that then you know our viewers would just laugh, and now our, our children would phone us up and say, say, you know what the hell's going on <laughs> we just couldn't carry that off I think that's uh, you know it's, a, it's an American cool thing so
6: I think it's it's great
1: and you've got a proper boat with you now yeah.
6: yes yeah Newport Beach California so it's mostly fixing you know fixing a boat mostly so, yeah yeah not yeah. as much crew I'm like the well Along with Andy and Hibba, I'm the only other person who doesn't live on their boat yeah. full time yeah. and not cruising full time. Yeah. So I'm doing a lot of working in the harbor as like you know full time yeah. and trying to do more sailing. But
1: I want to I want to sort of go show my bias for what I would call a proper boat because you've got a Choi Lee. That's
6: right yeah
1: that's right which, which a lot is, of woodwork
6: yeah yeah so looking at your all's boat today i mean yeah it's not even on the same category as the woodworking but there's a ton of woodworking for yeah sure. right work but it's
1: heavy displacement long keel it's right
6: it's that sort of full cool keel yeah
1: way yeah. Of, of cruising same, so, same similar so now. yeah i want to sort of talk to you a little bit about that and the difference between different boats and how that sort of yeah. you know that, that sort of works really for, for everyone um when well, i was talking about cool we've got to get last but not least runs on the boats who i have to admit we hadn't seen much of either, um, but we've caught up with you since, and I've done lots of research. I mean, lots of research on you guys, and I've got some pictures uh, from your okay. friends and your families, My my, my okay. pictures going all over the place now. So You've got a hold of our friends. So oh, absolutely. We're, we're journalists. I mean, that's sort of what we do. Hold on. I've got to, I've got to, to find, ages find ages the pictures ages. again, because they just <laughs> dropped the drive, and they're gone. So what I want to talk about with you guys, because you know, we're talking about how cool different channels are and I think you know you should be you know on paper you're definitely the coolest of the the bunch of cool dudes that are here but but (laughs) I want to have a little discussion and don't give this away because I want to talk about what I want to talk about is how you guys met so if you know about this don't don't give away (laughs) to, to the rest of it because I've got some pictures about how you guys met because I think there's a lot of there's a lot of times when you know, cool couples got a cool story about how they met. Somewhere it's got to be really cool. I mean, we, for instance, our old gets, we don't even remember where we We're, were.
2: very uncool.
1: Yeah. Yep. We met sometime in the mid '80s in an edit suite, we think. Oh. Oh wow. We don't, wow. You know, it, was, it was
5: that. You don't have like a moment. No.
1: No. Wow. So we're we about as uncool as it can get. So what, what about the rest of you? Have you got any stories of? <laughs> <laughs>
7: this is bad. This is very. Bad.
1: I
4: okay, like. <laughs> I can't like. <laughs> we oh, oh
3: no.
2: um,
6: <laughs> well, I hired her. Uh, <laughs> well, this. let's just say
4: he was my boss for
6: yeah, a while. I was. I was a boss. Okay. And Not my then. direct
4: manager, but um, he did interview me for a job. And yeah. Okay. Like, um, well, I'm. Yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> it's inappropriate.
6: what uh, how I met Stephanie yeah was that a cool story yeah oh, not really that cool it was actually an online dating story you know, oh know, okay. like so well, many now days yeah. so,
5: which, guessing... which website
6: match.com
5: okay
6: yeah I'm guessing with you
1: two it was something geeky in a, in a, you know, to do with computers and work. Wasn't oh no,
7: it? No, no, no! No, actually, no. My uh, one of my good friends. Um, well, in Europe, we have this thing called Erasmus. You might know it. Yeah, yeah, the Erasmus. Like, you know, students yeah. go to yeah. different yeah. countries to study for half a year abroad. And my friend went to Berlin, and he was a roommate. And she said, "I have this really cool guy I'm living with. Maybe you like him." so yeah. I went over there and. Uh, I gave him okay. some cold apples, which is like a typical Portuguese. <laughs> and yeah. he, he said he would like it. He actually did not like it. So, Oh, it was a boy Yeah, kind of.
8: Yeah.
7: And we met for like two days max, and then I went back. And then we both went on vacation a lot. And then our first date was a week in Porto.
1: Okay, well that's quite cool. Okay, but you've got got some competition now. So we're going to have to decide who's going to be there.
5: Uh, we, we met on Tinder.
1: Yeah, she was hot, so I swiped oh, right. Really? Yeah, <laughs>
5: oh, <wow. laughs> we literally like, yeah, that? we went, we set up a date, you know, because we both thought we were attractive, and we went and got sushi, and then the next day he asked me to move into the boat with him. Okay, okay.
3: like I met her and I found day. Yeah, yeah, literally the next day. That is yeah, incredible. And they we yeah. lived happily ever after. And there? I said, yeah, yeah.
5: yeah, yeah. And then so that's she
3: moved in, and that yeah. was seven years ago. Yeah. yeah. Right.
1: Okay. Well, you that's got so a couple of to compete with. But actually, I mean, I know that. And he was lying because it's quite obvious that what he did was go to the Middle East and just kidnap the most beautiful. <laughs> because, because there is no other. Yeah. Okay, so I th- I think that's what you've got to beat the Middle East kidnapping. <laughs> well, I mean,
9: I think it's interesting that you say that because I was just telling Alex. I mean, for like the first two days, I was struggling to feel like we belonged here because everyone is truly amazing in this in this boat right now, including you guys. It's, just, it's the <laughs> truth. I like struggled. I was self conscious for like the first two out days. You're
1: talking being the coolest here. I'm just saying. But I did figure
9: this. out oh. where our value is, and now I do see that we okay. are pretty cool. <laughs> <we're here> for, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After seeing all After of the other guys, here, know us. <laughs> yeah, we, are we We can hang with these guys. Like, no, hang no, with these guys. Yeah, you just cool. got to figure out what you're good at. <laughs> okay. That everyone here is amazing and phenomenal, and that means a lot to us. Because you know we do take the angle of just go for it. Yeah. you know learn as you go so right. obviously you're not very good when you start anything and I, Alex and Mandy talk about that you know don't compare yourself to somebody in the middle stage or in the success you might want to be like Michael Jordan yeah but he he wasn't good when he first started you know so you might aspire to be him but don't compare yourself to him. yeah and that's what you guys told me but that's essentially what we do yeah you know just be our best and yeah
10: but on the other uh, hand you guys are excellent and videos, but we're, we're, we're
4: starting <laughs> yeah. True.
9: True. This we is what we have to compete know, with. Yeah, <laughs>
3: we're meeting our competition. I, mean, I remember now your first like, episode oh where it God. came out. I was like, I'm watching these people. And then when
1: we were like coming to Samir, I'm like, we're meeting these people. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah, I mean, we cheat because it, you know we've been doing it for 35 years. I mean, if I was if I decided to become a dentist and I was going to come at you with a pair of pliers, I would <laughs> not do a good <laughs> I job. <can laughs> I mean, so so we're in awe of you guys that that can pick up something completely different. You know, that, that isn't your profession because it is our profession to, to then pick up that and do it to the standard that, that you all do in such a short space of time I think you know, you'll do just a really really good job of doing that so anyway let's get on to some more specific things you wanted to start with Andy
2: I did yeah. Andy if I can ask you we're all here at a YouTube convention we all think it's a brilliant idea how did you have the idea
3: um, well, it was just like an extension from the podcast, just bringing people together. I've, the reason why I wanted to start the podcast was to like f- filter in lots of channels and then hopefully like filter out their viewers, so it can just grow the community in a way. And um, after speaking to like Mandy and Alex and realizing that their favorite place was Greece and they want to go back there, and then Maddie and Herbie, who were like our favorite place is Greece and we never made it there, I was like, okay, let's let's try and make something happen. And um, they're all fantastic people, and they've all really inspired me to. Like probably bring my dream a little bit further forward as well, and um, yeah, I just thought it'd be great bring everybody together, have, have a really great time, and uh, yeah, hopefully a light like, help everyone's channels, and um, yeah, everybody can make some new friends, <laughs> which is, it's, it's been really nice. It's been great.
2: Now, Maddie and uh, um, and Herbie, you say you didn't quite make it. Is that to do
5: with the electric engine? One hundred percent.
3: Yeah, it was the electric engine and, and COVID. the med.
5: Yeah. It was, like, all these things that yeah. came together to help us not make it to Greece. Yeah. And, uh, it ended up being, like, a blessing in disguise because we had this entire, like, side van trip that we did all through Europe, you know. And that ended up being amazing and kind of, like, diverting from the uh, the wholesaling thing, just taking a little break and, like, seeing another way of traveling sustainably was really interesting. But um, But when Andy contacted us with the opportunity to go to Greece, we just, like, we didn't even ask questions, we just yeah. said yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it's amazing what he's brought together, and I mean, it, this is the chance of a lifetime, and I really do think oh, we've made oh. some wonderful new friends. I mean, it's, it's been oh. totally amazing. Okay,
2: forgive me, but I'm gonna to stick to the electric engine just yeah. a little bit longer. Okay, okay. If oh, yeah, sorry, right.
3: okay. so, I diverted. So, yeah, so, all right, well, about that. Yeah. So, since we have the electric, we need wind, and the med is wind or no wind. Mm-hmm. So no wind means we just sit there until the next wind. So we had to run the, I believe it's called the Poniente winds that blow into the med. And then we get blown through hell during that. And then we catch the tail end of a mistral to get us almost to Sicily before the next mistral comes to smash us into Sicily. Cause we were heading to Sicily. That this was our be, plan. Yeah. It was a thousand miles from Gibraltar straight to Sicily. And we're like, this'll be fun. And then we're <laughs> in there, and, yeah, and a day and a half. So the forecast is calling no? for yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and we always do like thousand mile runs, so it's like
7: outside the mid. Yeah.
3: Outside the mid. Yeah. In yeah. the yeah. ocean. The so bed. they were calling yeah. for 20 to 25 knots wind. And we're like, okay, that's doable. And Then it was 45, and it was just absolutely horrible. So I mean, we, we got
5: our butts kicked. Yeah. The waves were coming into the cockpit, there, and we were. It was well, the only time we've actually been really scared.
3: Yeah. So the big yeah. issue, we uh, the waves were coming over and smashing into our trysail, and they actually tore our trysail. And we were like, well, now we can't heave to, so either we pull into a marina and, anchor, like, find safe harbor, or use our storm anchor, the the parachute anchor, for the first time ever, wait out this horrible thing, fix the boat in the next calm, to be ready for the next blast of wind. So it was horrible. <laughs> so we, we pulled in, and then we found out that the med, you go in the calms when there's no wind. You yeah, motor to the so next that,
5: harbor. That's when we found, we talked yeah. to a whole bunch of people in the marina where we pulled into, which was Almeri Mar. It was the... Uh, it was the cheapest, cheapest marina, marina on the Spain. bottom of Spain. Yeah, we just happened to be like right in line yeah. with it. And so we pulled in there not knowing what to expect and we met all these wonderful sailors there and we were like, how do you do this? How do you sail the Med? And they were like, we don't sail the Med. Yeah, you have to <laughs> order from place to place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all of our hopes and dreams were kind of dashed. We were like, we came all the way over here. We really wanted to get to Greece, but we were like, at that moment, we were like, well, maybe we do a van. <laughs>
2: Yeah. But obviously, the philosophy of having an electric engine is important to you. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah. so, so first, why, why why, that, and apart from this disaster you just explained, going across the Atlantic, you're telling me, isn't as crazy as, as we thought. No. That was easier.
3: Yeah, Atlantic's easy.
5: The Atlantic, yeah. we think of... I mean, the Atlantic is more of a mental challenge than a physical, like, sailing challenge. It's easier to cross the Atlantic than it is to do coastal sailing because there's nothing to hit.
3: Yeah, you're just out there for days and just hold a general course. Like, if you're going from the U.S. to Europe, you want to go east.
5: So there's a lot of weather planning, and there's a lot of planning that goes into it before you leave. But then once you leave, as long as you've picked the correct weather window, you're fine. You're going to be carried there.
3: Yeah, and if you pick the wrong weather window, you just deal with it, and you'll get there anyway. And
5: we did have, like, four or five days of being becalmed on both both Atlantic crossings. And in those days, we sat, we cooked, you know, we read it was fine we saw some wildlife it was really beautiful actually so you just have to go in with the mindset and once you have an electric motor you need the electric motor mindset or else it's not going to work yeah
1: yeah but for ocean sailing i mean that's you're in the same boat as everyone else because no one can motor across an ocean yeah right so, exactly. except
3: americans will strap tons of <laughs> to the world. We'll overload the thing like crazy and be like this is fine
1: <laughs> yeah, like a straight line
5: yeah, so yeah. our philosophy is very, it's kind of a purist philosophy, you know. Yes. We have so we have that kind of like um mindset where we just wanted to kind of go back to the roots of sailing.
3: Yeah.
5: And just be 100% sailing yeah. and it, it gives you this amazing connection with the elements, with the water and the wind that you don't necessarily have if you have an electric motor, although we do know plenty of people who never use their electric motor, you know. I sorry. Are you talking about diesel, diesel? Yeah. diesel. Um But it kind of forces us into that mindset and and that whole like relinquishing of control I think is such an important aspect of sailing and it gives you such a respect for the elements that we might not have if we had a diesel. And so we really appreciate that, that feeling and that freedom almost of just letting go of control.
1: But with, without too much detail, though, I just want to, with Herbie, just just on the yeah. technical side. I know you you're very good on the on the technical side of this. Yeah. And for me, I mean I know that people like Jimmy Cornell, who's tried with a catamaran, so lightweight, two engines, yes. you know, loads of solar, all yeah. the best of everything, failed in yeah. his attempt to go around, But you're trying. You know, with a heavy displacement boat yeah. with a small engine, without all that, still to do it—that doesn't add up well, to me. I don't. The, the problem is he was running his
3: electric boat like if it was a diesel boat. Yeah. And that—that's not going to work. Like you have to think of it as a, an electric boat. Like it's totally different. You—you you can't use electricity for anything else because it is your fuel. Yeah. So that's literally like if you have a diesel boat and you're like, hey, I'm going to turn on my light by just splashing five gallons of diesel everywhere. It's like. It doesn't you can't do that and then actually motor anywhere.
5: So, so I believe that, he had like an induction.
3: Yeah, he had an induction, yeah, induction cooktop. And yeah. Yeah, yes,
5: like, yeah, like yeah. uh,
3: an electric auto like so many things that draw electricity we have uh, LED nav lights and LED yeah. interior okay. lights, and that's so, it.
1: So it's it's having everything. It's it's yeah. saving energy, obviously, as much as you can to to have as much left for the for the actual uh, yeah. motor as you possibly can. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll leave that for a minute. We might come back to Dynamo rigging <laughs> in a minute, since uh, Mandy's not here. Let's let's uh, well, let's go over to to Josh then. And have a little bit more from from you about why you picked the the boat you did. And and I'd like to sort of have a discussion here about why everyone has got the boat. I mean, sometimes it's just down to what boat you can afford, what you can do. But you can get... I mean, one of the things with heavy displacement, old-type style boats, is you can quite often pick them up cheap. It might be a lot of work, but you can pick them up. What have you found so far? Advantages, disadvantages?
6: Well, we... You know, I when I first started sailing, I was on a 25-foot Capri sailboat, and that was just the best thing ever to learn on, and to there wasn't as much maintenance. And the best thing about it, there weren't, like, all these through holes and other, you know, systems in place with electrical, and it was so great. Cause it was a little bit of that purest yeah. thought, thought process. And I kind of wish I would go back to that. It's kind of like you kind of wish for sometimes for your most simple thing. Yeah. And then I had a Beneteau 38 that was uh, more complex And that was on the East Coast when I was living in Annapolis and then moved out to California and ended up uh, there. It's like not the same kind of cruising situation there. You know, I mean, a lot of it, I'm in Newport Beach, California, where you have this harbor. And a lot of people are kind of just cruising around the harbor. And you kind of almost go out for Sunday cocktails and whatever. And so for me, I saw this really cool classic boat that I thought it was a nice project to work on. uh, Almost like a car show, you know, like you, you would go to the Sunday car show. That was my, my thought process not necessarily for the displacement where i'm going to go yeah. uh cruising long distances but more for the uh for the diy projects i could yeah. do uh and also something to have there in newport that was a little unique yeah. uh, and fun to. and it is true because everybody in the, in the harbor everybody goes yeah. by yeah. there oh it's so unique yeah. you know the, what is that boat and everybody's yeah. asking me questions about it and so you know yeah uh, so it's 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 that but it's so much work with the wood you know yeah yeah
9: we, when we bought our boat it had vinyl leather vinyl and it was peeling up in some of the areas. So we decided to just rip all the vinyl off and underneath it was foam. And the foam was glued to the boat. So we scraped all the foam off and got all the foam and all the vinyl off and it was bare fiberglass. And then we're like, okay, well that's great. Now we can see if there's anything wrong with the, you know, inside we can just get to it, fiberglass it, perfectly functional. So we just left it. (laughs) <laughs> just left it
1: brown fiberglass for the longest time.
10: Yeah. It was horrendous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, what was it like, because you moved on the boat after Joel Woody had it, Right. what did you think of it? In your first first time you were invited on board to, to South of the Bahamas, weren't you? Yeah. Um, what... Well, it's
10: sort of like a bachelor pad. Um, he had painted, so it was white um, where it was brown. I was on the boat previously where it was like just a poop brown interior. <laughs> <laughs> But I definitely went through that process of kind of shedding the materialism as well. Not um,
9: shaving her legs. Right. Not, not taking right. showers.
10: Right. Kind of wearing the same clothes day after day. Just really becoming a bum. The classic you know? hippie. The classic hippie. And wanting to know what that was about. And I think it's been a like total 180 on that where I'm like, no, I actually do like shaving my legs. I feel more comfortable and like, take a bit more pride in my appearance. And I feel like taking care of your home is like really important actually. Oh, yeah. And it's super important to me to restore this boat. I mean, she's basically a classic. She's in 1974 and make her like new again.
1: Yeah.
10: And, and yeah, there's and, value. And you there. want to bring her
1: back here, is that right? We, we do, yeah, it, yeah.
9: She was built in Greece. Yeah, Dick Carter design. And it was like our bucket list Hail Mary to get her to Greece. And, and our, our second, like, yeah, we've already done a few of our goals. And now we're pretty much, the next one is get her to Greece.
2: Well, there's a lot of steps involved. There's
9: a lot of steps. (laughs) Before that. But it's It's our Hail Mary. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And in terms of time, how long do you see yourself living on the boat?
9: We don't see an end.
10: Yeah, indefinitely. I would like to have a situation where, you know, we have some sort of home on land, probably a van or an RV. So we have our own space and we go back to visit our families because that's really important to us, having time with our families, and the hardest part is just sort of going from couch to couch and being in someone else's space and not feeling like you have a home because yours is, you know, on an island somewhere and you've left it. So I'd like to have the land home and the boat
2: home and kind of share a time between the two. Okay. That, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to Andy and Hibbo. You, you are building up to this, building up to living on a boat. That, that is the grand plan. It's...
4: You know, for someone like me who's like really afraid of the water and someone who didn't like to be on a boat before, this is a huge adjustment and I actually really love it especially after being here because, you know, we have a 33 foot boat, it's amazing, it's a Moody 336, um, but to live on with a family and a child and hopefully in the future to grow the family, um, you do need a bigger boat.
3: And six cats.
4: And six cats, yes, we do have six cats as well.
2: <laughs> you not going <laughs> to um, take those on board,
4: right? <coughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Six cats. Yeah, they're okay. family. We've taken them with us to three different countries now.
2: Yeah, they've been all We've a lot of We rescued them
4: from Dubai, and they went to the UK with us, and then they went to Spain, and wherever we go on a boat, they will go with us. Um, some of them are really old. The oldest is like 14 years old now, and um, I mean, I do hope he lives forever, but it's just the way it is. But yeah, yeah. Um, the grand plan is to live on a boat and to cruise and you know to see the world. And um, for someone who comes from Syria and you know travel restrictions are really difficult since forever for us and now it's not easy at all. Um, the idea of being able to travel and to take your home with you is amazing because you don't have to worry about where to stay, where to sleep. You're in the comfort of your own home and you're seeing
2: a different place every month and. It's just amazing. But you say you're you you did not like water even. You've yeah. gone to great lengths then, haven't you, to, to realise this dream? Yes. Well
3: <laughs> Well, I've y- gone to great lengths to make her realise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm a really easy
4: easygoing person and um, I think living in war and having to change countries and You know, going through the situation that I had to go through, build up from nothing again, you know, going to Dubai, from Syria, and having to like start from scratch, where I had a full career, had my own stuff in Syria, and then poof, everything has gone, and I start again, Um, it really mellows you out as a person, and you just, you basically, whatever situation you're thrown at, you have to just adapt.
1: Yeah, well, one, one of the things we get questions most about, I know about the rest of you here on our, on our channel, is how do I persuade my partner, my wife, whatever, to to, to come on a boat with me? Well, you've made it yourself for yourself as hard as you possibly can, <laughs> a, a Syrian girl who's afraid of water and <laughs> yeah, you know, just doesn't like boats. It, it but you're still
10: that you guys love each other,
1: managing to do it. Yes, so exactly. I mean that that's brilliant. I mean you obviously didn't read that memo either because you had a boat that was just a complete. Well, trash, I was going to say that still we're pretty to...
9: much Andy's story. It, You know, how he said we were going to go buy a boat for $10,000 and yeah. then just see what happened. That's pretty much what happened. Like, where what would have happened, more or less. Because <laughs> my brother, Jared, our friend, and myself, we all had, t- we saved up, scrounged $10,000 up. But we each had 10000 so we went in with $30,000. And that was it. And we went and found a boat and bought it, and, you know, that's how we're here, that's why With I like your story so much. Little experience and you know no sailing experience. We did yeah. you know a few lessons and
1: all yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And and you guys, Alex and Mandy, I mean, you. I mean, this this was something you both went into together, didn't you? Learn learned yeah. to sail, decided this was it, for you. Yeah. Uh, is it panned out how you you thought for the first? What have we been doing it three years now? Oh, Four years? March twenty nineteen we started. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Did. Yeah, more or less. Yeah,
1: but <laughs> we'll but obviously now. Uh, Different. Baby, baby as well. What do you think? What what's going to be the the, the implications of that? Do you think for you over uh, baby? Well,
7: you you gave a nice answer. So yes, Alex oh, yeah. told me earlier.
1: Well, nothing. <laughs> 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 nothing for you, maybe. What about for you, Mandy? I actually, I actually thought
7: it wasn't gonna was not gonna be a big difference, but he takes up a lot of time. Maybe it because he's so small, of course, and he needs me a lot. So for me it's it's a big difference, like my head is somewhere else at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that a lot on this trip, because this is like our first trial trip on a sailboat to see how it goes. And uh, yeah, it, it is very different, like this boat is of course pretty big, so it's very comfortable. But I'm busy with the baby a lot, and I hope it's going to be a bit less soon, because I really enjoy the sailing part and being outside. and. You know, outside with the kid when they're really small might be a bit difficult, but yeah.
2: So let's see how it goes. And we cross <laughs> if I'm like inside all the time. I can turn and how it to how much sailing had you done before? Like this is your, your dream and you did it together. But had you done any, a lot? Why sailing?
8: Oh, we haven't sailed really. No. We don't have a sailing background. We got our licenses in Berlin on little lakes with dinghies. Yeah, the boats were like four meter twenty. Yeah. <laughs> and we did what was necessary by law. And then we bought German a boat. German
7: law. <laughs> yeah. By German law, yeah. To get a boat. That's so yeah. basically it. So That's
8: yeah. it, yeah. We haven't yeah. sailed this one before except for maybe like something like this. Except for maybe like three days. We went on a charter around the German yeah. island.
7: Yeah. That was pretty cool. But, but somebody else like, sailed. Yeah, somebody else sailed. Yeah. We just so we sat don't, there.
8: We never docked a boat. Other than the first one we bought right when we went into the water. That was the first time we docked a boat.
7: Yeah, we actually asked a guy that did our engine while well, it, it was on the hard. And we said, like, we're gonna go in the water tomorrow, but we
8: have no idea how we're gonna out of the slip and into our own slip. So, would you mind, like, coming on the boat with us? Because we have
2: no
7: idea. And he
8: did, and it went really well. Yeah, just have to think it through and then execute. We took
2: like. Execute. That was the other thing that I've noticed when we've been on a boat is how helpful everybody is, and everyone's got a story of people that have people that have helped them like that um, i know you've got a story stories about people that have just you know come alongside and supported you and said yes what can we do to help fight to use their homes that kind of thing
5: yeah people kind of adopt you you know yeah. and it doesn't matter what age you are like i know you've you've had the same experiences like But people, you just get to a new port and actually the YouTube actually really helps with that because people already know who you are sometimes and they'll say, oh, you're coming to my city or my country, please, like, come to me for anything you need. And we get a lot of offers for, like, rides and places to sleep and showers, (laughs) things like that. Um, But it's true of the sailing community. It's just a community of very... Uh, kind-hearted people that, you know, you automatically have something very big in common. That's we met them.
1: Yeah. That. yeah. 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 They I, wrote I'd, it I'd like to that. go around the group as well about the, the, the YouTube part of this because mm-hmm. the other thing yeah. we've obviously all got in common apart from sailing yeah. is is that we run YouTube channels. So what? how are, how are people finding that? We sort of go, go around. Explain to to a viewer what what's involved in that and, and how, <laughs> how it is for you. What do you get out of it? I you mean, know, what's it difficult to
10: do? I think the biggest challenge is that everything takes way longer so the process um, of working on the boat of getting things done like the timeline it just stretches out and that's one thing that I think sailors who aren't filming what they're doing maybe don't really understand what do you say?
9: Yeah, it, it definitely, you know, like a boat project will go long. I think you guys can all agree with that. A boat project will go three times longer than if you didn't have to worry about the cameras. But um, for me, it's it's just great because I feel like we're being creative with our lives. You know, so you can you can be creative and it's like, for us, it's what you do. It's how how you live that's like the creative part. And you capture that and then you get to share it on YouTube. So it's like kind of art in a way you know you're creating yeah. and,
1: and and is it a thing that both partners have to be involved in this and do it does it work if do you think you know if one wants to do it and one doesn't that, no. that would yeah.
5: not work no and no. i <laughs>
1: noticed with all, with
9: all of us we have yeah. different dynamics you yeah. know we yeah. but we work as a team and if one just said that's your thing and I just, you know, I don't want to be a part. I'll be on the boat. I really don't think that would
5: work. Our started that way. Yeah, yeah. Did I didn't of... want anything to do with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Interesting.
8: So all those but videos. But you're the an extrovert. And you're Same. the introvert. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I <laughs> that. You do quite
5: a yeah. bit. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, she does all the editing because she started seeing them and like people were commenting and they liked it. And, and then, I was like,
5: oh, I can do that a lot better. Yeah, because <laughs>
3: mine were like incredibly boring, and she's like, I'll do that. And hers were amazing, and that's when the channel started growing. <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah. Now, we we ours started as like a a journal almost for ourselves like we weren't going we didn't think people would actually want like care about what we were doing you know and then we started realizing that um there's like a teaching moment there i'm a teacher and he's got all this knowledge to share you know and so for us it became almost more of like we've got kind of two sides of our channel we've got the vlog which is sharing our lives which is more of the the kind of uh journalistic part you know for us like a diary almost and then we've got the educational part which Herbie does and it's just like it's this very cool gift to be able to share your knowledge with people all over the world and gain knowledge as a as a result because people are always willing to put in their two cents, which can be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but do
1: you think it's strange? Because yeah. I don't know from you, I'd like to know actually from, from, from you, what, what we found is that, because we do technical videos as well as the, the episodes. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, the episodes will get 10 times the views of the technical videos, generally. Um, which, I don't know, sometimes is strange. I mean, your, yours, do you find the same thing? Do well, you get more for episodes? Than our, our
3: most viewed video is about a nice place in Denmark. Yeah. which is an incredibly boring topic but <laughs> if you want to know how to splice denim like that's the one so that one keeps getting views okay. like all the time it gets like 500 a day but yeah. then our-
5: oh my gosh brace oh. yourselves crazy <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. yeah.
9: oh, yeah.
5: we'll yeah, on the, the floor one.
9: boat life at its finest yeah, yeah.
8: yeah.
5: Um, So we do find that uh, we get, we have like the, what we call evergreen videos, you know, and that's usually the The education ones. So that's what people come back to and they get views...
1: yeah, yeah, we have the same. We've got two videos on anchoring, which, which you always get views all the time. They're sort of number two or three, the top episodes then there. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, normally the, the, the episodes yes. go through. Do you, do you guys do technical videos as well? You do, don't you? You do sort of refit videos. Um, well, yeah, we bought a... Just the opposite
7: of what you guys said. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't do so well. <laughs> no, they
8: don't do really well, because um, I feel like what... I'm not a technical expert. I can't, like... But well, I do my research and then I do something and it kind of works out for us. Yeah. You know, I'm not foolish um, and then I do a proper job and it works. But I wouldn't be in a position where I would like properly educate someone how to do things. Yeah. I mean, I still do them and um, because we were locked down on islands for the past year, it's kind of what happened in the videos. They got more and more technical. Plus, we prepared the boat for the crossing.
2: Um, so It'll we do show that, that. that. You,
8: yeah. of course we show how, what we do and a bit of how we do it but more in a broader sense as in like if you w- actually want to get your boat ready to do the milk run which is not the most difficult atlantic you know crossing over there is quite okay but you still need to have a boat that's seaworthy and if you want to do it in like an amount of comfort that you like not have aching backs or you like you you're thirsty and you're almost dying then you have to do certain things and these I do show. Yeah. But these videos don't get as much views as um, the nice ones in, like, where you're actually experiencing the sailing life that you, that you aim to build.
2: So what do you like best about the videos? Why, why do you do it?
8: Um, I just like making videos and I, like we're not maybe I shouldn't say this but I don't consider our channel to be a sailing channel in the first place because um, we just knew that we wanted to do something big beginning in a, beginning our 30s, starting in our 30s, um, because we thought like we do some job, but that shouldn't be it. no you should there should be something in between this and retirement. So mm-hmm. we just figured out we'll save everything we can and in a few years we'll know what it is and then we started watching YouTube sailing channels and said, well, you know what we're just gonna Try this. Just gonna buy a boat with the budget we have and do this for maybe a year and if it doesn't work out we go back. So there's no risk. Um, that's actually how we plan our, our life. Like we just <laughs> we, we try something and we always have a backup plan to come back to to divert if it doesn't work out. And then that's you know, smart. not really a we had no backup in, plan. <laughs> in, yeah, same <laughs> life's so different, you know. You can buy a thousand dollar boat, you can buy one million dollar catamaran but there's so much in between and what we portray is a life in comfort in a safe boat that can take us far but will not break the bank i think that's that's what it is like it's an if you can afford our boat you can afford like no if you can afford a good car you can afford our boat yeah so if you don't buy that car and you choose to live that life you could make that happen quite quickly you know it's not unattainable and i think that's that's what we show and
5: if you want to be extra insane and travel without all of the expensive <laughs> gadgets <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can have <laughs> you can you can do it without you know yeah. without breaking the bank pretty easily yeah.
8: yeah you can scale down from our from our level of comfort you mm-hmm. can scale down even further and you would not have yeah. aching backs either you know yeah. it's pretty attainable mm-hmm. yeah i i wanted to get on the technical videos
9: because it was interesting our our most viewed videos we spent one year in the boatyard. Now they're not technical videos because we were learning all of these like fiberglass jobs, ripping up cockpits, redoing steering. Yeah, they're boat work
10: videos, but they're more like a train wreck where <laughs> everyone's just waiting
9: they, but, but, to but,
10: see us give up. <laughs> <the problems laughs> Seems so impossible.
9: Yeah, and we prove you can figure it out, you know. And we got our every. How many people told us to just put put the boat out in the ocean and burn it?
6: <laughs> and it's like you're done
9: you're going to die this boat will not work because we had some yeah. issues yeah and that is
5: so let's talk
1: about um just about the comments then because your yeah. people do yeah have these comments how does that affect i mean you say it puts a fire in you so that obviously that's coming through
5: well yeah but it didn't was, always
1: uh, it it's, a really it's a process it's a process
5: used we used was, to take it to heart yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, yeah but a lot of it is Does a lot of it sort of keep you going as well? I mean, we get some comments that you think, "Oh, that's just..." Oh,
9: I mean, it's like ninety percent of the comments or more are positive, encouraging, amazing people. Very, you know, you'll get one comment that's negative, and that one will stick out in your head, and you'll have a hundred that are really positive, encouraging. We love you. And I just like like, to
10: say that the comment that sticks in your head—it's an insecurity that you have already and someone says it, and you're like, oh god, they see it too. Like, a mean comment that has no basis in so reality... So they told you your
1: hairy legs right, like,
10: right, right. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, that's disgusting. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so a mean comment that, like, you don't really believe, like, you don't care about. A mean comment that... Might echo your own insecurities is something that it's like oh shit, but it's kind of like a growth process, right? Like how are you going to deal with that? How are you going to talk to yourself?
5: Yeah.
2: yeah. And you are inviting people to watch you, which is let's face it, a yeah. strange thing to do. You're,
5: you're very vulnerable. <gasps> you're putting yourself yeah. out. I mean, you're there, literally maybe. bringing them into your life, like you're into your most intimate into your detail. most yeah. intimate, and you're and one thing that makes a, a YouTube channel so successful, which I think we've all found, is actually sharing your Feelings yeah. during the ups and the downs. So yeah, you, the
3: human emotion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have to you
5: make sure that you're available, like emotionally available to the camera. Yeah, to,
4: you have the to camera. show the reality of life. You can't just show the good parts because life is not just about the good parts; yes. it's about yes. everything that happens.
1: Yes. And, um, but Josh, you you had an episode that was that, that
6: went you know that got a lot of views with you sort of showing those emotions. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. You, along the same lines, yeah. you know, showing sort of the failure sometimes can be just as valuable. I think for the viewer so yeah I had a, a an episode where I was going across the Gulf Stream yeah. and uh, essentially failed I, I didn't plan it correctly with the um, the current and the weather and everything so I turned back to yeah. Florida and I shared that whole experience and I got emotional there in the video and this net and, and a lot of people 90% of the people were super supportive and yeah. going back to the comments question yeah you do get a few of these comments That are really uh, negative and are attempting to really hurt you, you know. But at first, like you said, at first you look at it like you 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 get down about it, but then you realize these people are probably sitting in their basement and their mom's uh, house, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nothing better to do. That's how I like to picture them. Yeah. 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 So, are you kind of that? So, it did it, it
1: surprise it. you the comments you got that it was you know mainly supportive for, for that? What did you think when you put that out? Were you sort of a bit sort of trepidatious about it? Oh I got it. Uh, it's funny because I didn't even
6: think too much about it. I was like, oh, it's just another experience. I'll put it out there. Um, didn't. And then a lot of people were like, oh, I'm so surprised you shared this. You know, it was so intimate and vulnerable. Yeah. I didn't think about that when I did it. Looking back, I'm like, oh, I guess it was. You know, I just kind of put it out. It was a sort of a memory for me to, as a journal sort of thing. Yeah. 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 And fun. Just,
1: just for the um, the arm, we all get it, I'm sure. The armchair sailors who oh, yeah. sit there and and scrutinize <laughs> yeah. everything you do, I want to, and they will pick something, something that they will find. How do you deal with those? They yeah. make a
5: T-shirt. Yeah, we, made we made a T-shirt. A, t-shirt, a special, a t-shirt. very yeah. special T-shirt it's just for them.
3: a nice leather sofa chair with a steering wheel, and a ship's wheel. It says armchair sailor, and
5: it has like a little <laughs> mast with a, a a mast with a sail coming out of the back rest of the chair and we say we made a t-shirt just for you yeah (laughs) they've never bought it Uh. they've never bought the shirt
3: (laughs) i mean they they should wear it with pride because (laughs) they definitely are armchair now
5: it's our it's our way of just kind of like making it funny because you have to laugh at it after a while like these people and for you know in the beginning we really did take it to heart and we were like wow we Maybe we have been doing this wrong the whole time, and we tried it their way, and it led it to one of so the biggest bad. disasters that we've ever had. Yeah. So, um, so with that, we were like, well, maybe us being actually out there and sailing, maybe we do know a little bit better than that.
3: also just following what they say in the party's yeah. books rather than the YouTube comments.
5: Yeah, that's a big one. But that being said, I mean, there are so many people who are able to word their comments in a very. Um, Constructive manner, and we yeah. love receiving that. We love yeah. learning all the right. time, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, and that is very helpful. And it's also one of the greatest things about YouTube is you're yeah. connecting with these people who yeah. can, you can learn you can, from. You can that. get information, we yeah. quite often
1: ask for sure. information. Yeah. i say, you know, I'm doing this, but I'm not sure about this bit. Exactly. Anyone out there? You know, you yeah. could totally
9: tell a constructive critic yeah. versus just a mean crit Like yeah, yeah. Just yeah. someone who's tearing down. An yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. And I wanted, we always had a wild card up our sleeve, and it was the cruising community. So, we would get all these, like, we were in the boatyard for a year, and we had all these jobs. And, of course, everyone would say, you need to do this. You should do this. And it would flood with all their ideas of what we should do. And we always had the cruising community as our wild card. And so, we would meet amazing people where we were at, and we would take their word. And, you know, it was, we would just go with them. We knew them. We saw their boat. we, We saw that they were experienced. And, you know, regardless of all the comments that said we should do it this way, we usually, we always went. With how a cruiser would do it. And we, we have met amazing cruisers everywhere we've been that have always just been like, this is the way, this is, you know, they wanna help you out, they want you to pass it forward. So, you know, we've just been able to read the comments. And, you know, the constructive ones who are tr- truly trying to be constructive, I do my best to, you know, to re- respond honestly and say, this is what we're going to do. And, and the ones who are just being mean, I, I personally just slide on, you know, yeah. I just say, you know, I'll leave it there. I'm not going to yeah. delete. Ya. Yeah, not going to be no, mean. No. I'm just. We should say
1: normally say thanks for watching. Yeah, that's go. what yeah. we do. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: yeah.
0: yeah.
2: yeah. Thanks for and thank life. you, thank yes. you for doing this with us. It's been <laughs> really good and yeah. really yeah. fun to meet you. And thanks for inviting us, Andy. Yeah. yeah,
1: you're <laughs> yeah, you. yeah. yeah. Lovely. We will leave it there.